Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello there everybody and welcome to another, another fun-filled episode with the crew of crack. That's a good one, the crew of crack. This week's episode is called, it's from Eileen who couldn't sleep. She gave no surname. Right. Just a postcard came to the house. Hello Eileen. Eileen said she couldn't sleep and she was up all night and uh, these names started going around in her head. And the one we've chosen is Paris Sandstraban. Brilliant. Thanks, Eileen. How are your noise uh, levels there? All yeah, good? Yeah, I think I sound... I'm, yes. I, I'm, I think I'm nice, okay, yeah. Nice, clear and crisp and... Nice and uh, smooth. So yeah. uh, I like that uh, myself and Hector have uh, improved ourselves in the last week. We've hair done cuts. our hair. Yeah, I got my first haircut in five months. Yeah, I got the my mobile hair coloured. Mobile Mo- lady came out... With her mobile suitcase. With her mobile suitcase and I had a haircut and it was... Beautiful. Did everybody in the house get a snip? No, no, no. Just me. No. Just me. She can't do multi-appointments. I knew it was getting ridiculous when the lads were laughing at me at dinner time and everyone was laughing at my hair for the last couple of months. Why? I just was just laughing at the length of it. It was silly. Scarecrow. It was out of control. But I sort of liked that. That's harsh. Your own family and laughing then at your tell hair. Me, <laughs> tell, me, tell me about your hair I got adventure. my hair done by, with Sharon on Friday. Sharon evening. is amazing. She is. She's done a great job. She cut is that all the name my of her knots. boutique? Yeah. Sharon is amazing. She cut all Balanac, my knots. Out. No, she's in Foxford, actually. Oh, oh Foxford, Foxford, actually. Foxford, would you be wanting? Oh, and I you got, got your ridey nails I got done my as well. Hey, hey. And you've put me off getting red, so I couldn't get the red. So I had to go for a purple. A, a purple, a lighter colour. And what else did I have done? So oh, my eyebrows. Well done. Purple isn't ridey. Purple is more like... It's it's more religious actually. Purple is a big uh, colour with the church and the Pope. For Easter and stuff. So you kind of got Catholic fingernails. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's not purple now, just to clarify. It's kind of mauve. Sharon, how was Sharon? Was she busy? It's kind of what's Sharon, Mauve. Is that a colour? Yeah, yeah, mauve. Yeah, I mauve. think it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is mauve the woman used to give out the dole and nap? Mauve. <laughs> mauve. That was mauve, but we'll take mauve. Mauve, mauve ran the dole office and nap for 40 years. Mauve sounds a bit posher, Did you yeah. do the toenails as well? No, I didn't. Why not? Because that takes longer and you have to make two appointments. I know, but it'd be an awful disappointment for some lad who's going at you and he's, ooh, ooh. Well, would he take any notice of my toenails? Well, he, he would just, I think what you've... Uh, it's almost like you've set a precedent with the fingernails right. and then when he'd, he'd get down to your socks and take them off and he'd just be out the old toenails he might arash her. <laughs> Is that the time? <laughs> he'd be worn out by the time he gets to my feet so he doesn't need to be looking at that at all. He won't need to be worried about what colour I've on my toes. I can have you know that. Uh, so yeah, I had great And week the eyebrows done as well? The eyebrows done, yeah. And, That's uh, a magnificent afternoon. Yeah. What do you say? Oh, in a few days now. What do you say to the lady when you're going to get your eyebrows done? Well, I'll tell you what, it was a bit uh, perturbing because when I lied on the couch, on the bed, she says to me, um, I don't normally do eyebrows. And I went, <laughs> um, really? And she went, yeah, this this is my first week doing them. And I was like, all right, well, look, at, I said, I've got a very clear tracing of where they need to be taken off. So just be very specific. Oh, yeah. Uh, so she did that and she did a good job. Can I just say, Lucia, that, that uh, not that your eyebrows aren't lovely now and they are lovely. Right. Uh, but they were lovely before you got them done. All oh, women's good. eyebrows are lovely. Men, it's it's women's stuff for women, isn't it? It's not for men because men don't get the whole eyebrows thing at all. They wouldn't even notice if they were done or not. Would they? Would well, you look at a woman and say, geez, you have a couple of stray eyebrows there? Not, f- no, I'd probably, No. <laughs> No, no, I wouldn't, no. You wouldn't know. Not even a woman I was related to, would I say that? To. I can't yeah. stop looking at your eyebrows now. I know, yeah. They're I'm drawn good, to they? them. They're fairly... Uh, yeah. I'm drawn to Prominent. them. Prominent. Yeah, you're... Um, yeah. Was it a good session? They're did good go, eyebrows. Did you go at 11 I in the I broke mo- it down now. I started on Wednesday and then I went 
through Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, broke them up. Because you can't really have all the excitement in one day, it would be. So you had three sessions. <laughs> three wrecked. sessions. And the hair was the last straw on Friday evening. Wow. But the problem is, you've nowhere to go then. You're all dressed up and nowhere to go. It's awful depressing. Are, are most Home women, then. can I ask you, are most women when they get a haircut and they leave the place where they've got a haircut, yeah. are they fulfilled? Are they happy? Are they, are, is, what's that feeling like for a woman? And then what does she need to it's hear? It's really, really disappointing. You come out the door and you're like, oh my God, you think you're like stepping onto like a runway or what you call them? Uh, catwalk. Like catwalk. Yeah, <laughs> runway? No. <laughs> that might be a Knock airport. Well, in fairness, I came With out the door. two yellow flags. I came out the door in Foxford and like I didn't even see anyone. So it was a bit, right. a bit like, ugh, you know. Um, but we're uh, we're getting closer to the pubs, lads. Yeah, yeah, but what? What? None of you commented on my fantastic flyaway hair. Yeah, Tommy, I you've mean, now you're now a week without a hat, Tommy. Is it possible that you could be getting hair extensions? Like your what hair, do you is, mean? it's like it's just it's out of control. It is getting a bit wispy now. Is it a little bit like the fella who went off with Marty in Back to the Future? <laughs> it's getting, it's resembling that. I mean, you know, you're, it's a bit crazy you're, you're like Krusty the Clown. If you, if you, if you, oh yeah, you're becoming very yeah, like half. Prodigy. A little bit at the front, a little tuft at the front, and a few small strands. What inside. are you going to? What are you doing? Are you what, leaving what, it? What, 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 what am I going to call it? <laughs> what are you going to do with it, Tommy? It's actually fluff as opposed to hair. It's growing. Yeah, it's kind of. It's just. It's just fly away exciting hair. That's what. It no is. more hats. Well, well, no more hats for. I except when I'm going to sleep, obviously. Yes, I'll put a hat on and going to bed. But just in terms of walking around during the day at Tommy's house, Tommy. when you come into Tommy's house up to the right hand side at the door, there's about four hundred hats. Hats, yeah, they're all obsolete now. But you see, that's it. Like he's he's letting himself go for us on the podcast, but he wouldn't have done that for the TV show. Like you wouldn't have exposed the viewers. To you your... turned yourself out well for that, Tommy. Again, yeah. that's not all. That's as you know, a, a highly professional, highly skilled, well capable lady chooses my clothes. Yeah, yes, well, we can you know see that. that she's not working at the moment. Oh, easy, you. <laughs> yeah. I've had, a, I've had, a, I've had another uh, major wardrobe decision, major wardrobe decision, which I only made yesterday, which and I, which, which I'll tell you about. Well, you're um, go on. No more t-shirts. Ah, oh, stop it, Tommy! What the hell? He's I've gotten rid of all my t-shirts. But you've, but you've all re- of them. But you've re- men don't wear t-shirts. Men wear shirts. No, Tommy. But you've reintroduced denim. And you were very adamant about that six months ago that that was gone. The denim jeans, yeah, because I'm uh, a massive contradictions. <laughs> Tommy, but like, you're no, no more t-shirts. t-shirts. No more t-shirts, Tommy. T-shirts I'm... are for young fellas. Look at that. sector every time. Like. Look at that child there sitting beside me. How old is he? Eleven <laughs> with a t-shirt on. What are you supposed to wear? When we were growing up, men wore shirts, white shirts, rolled up to their elbows no, during the summer, no. and then tucked in during the winter. Sure. That's no. what men do. Yeah, a white shirt. Yeah, a blue shirt. And a black shirt for when your dad died. That's all you fucking had. A white shirt for when your mum died. <laughs> Why you Now, fellas are going around with... Egypt's of men are going around in their 50s with t-shirts with, with fucking motorbikes and fucking pizzas on them. Jesus Bullshit. Christ. See? Grew up and, to and fuck. And next week he'll, have a, he'll be back in the t-shirts. Well, grand, you, you, you probably have a pair of runners as well, do you? I have a pair of runners. Ah, well. for fuck's sake. <laughs> do you, you see, actually did, own a pair no, of runners, No, no, because Tommy? I know... Did you leave your skateboard I, I, at the front of the house? I know when he comes in. He has a good look at me when I come in the I door. never look you at you. Do, ah, you do, look, you do, you do. I'm dressed like a man in a fucking cardigan and a short. You have a grand... He's a grand... You're dressed like a man who lives in a house all by himself and hasn't seen another human for at least six months. <laughs> he's a grandfather shirt on, he's a cardigan and he's a pair of chinos. And a pair of slacks. Pair of slacks. That's Did what you... men wear. Look at them men there on the wall. Yeah. Look, what were them men wearing? They've yeah. got high heels on. They're, they've got boots and fucking trousers and jackets and fucking hats. <laughs> now, one of them was wearing a t-shirt. You'd be wearing Farah pants next. That's it, yeah. What about Did you ever see Eamon de Valera or fucking Abraham Lincoln in a t-shirt? No, but no, you that. fucking did not. Well, you didn't see them on Saturdays. No, but they were men. <laughs> no, men. I won't take it. I no, won't fall for don't it either. Bite, don't buy. I won't fall. Have for you it. got a pair of runners, Tommy? Do you own a pair of runners for running, not oh, for walking yeah, around? Yeah, yeah, but do you, yeah, would yeah. you never wear <laughs> casual runners going for a drink, like? No, 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 wear no, runners no, going no. for a drink. Doesn't, doesn't. That's like saying would you wear a pair of fucking rollerblades having a bath, Tommy? Tommy. When you're going for a drink, you wear your drinking clothes. <laughs> Tommy doesn't wear any recreation. These no are way. all clothes are drinking clothes, apart from runners and no, t-shirts for no, recreational for clothes. Are we I 14 feel... in this, on our summer holidays? Mom, where's my t-shirt? Do you feel the constant? <laughs> Can you imagine when you were going up and your father said, "Where's my t-shirt?" All he said, "What's wear... wrong with dad?" All men wear t-shirts. When's the last time your father wore a t-shirt? Well, I don't know actually, but I'm saying like never. They... <laughs> Did you ever see your father in a t-shirt, Hector? Ever. T-shirt. Ever, but they weren't for. Did sale. you ever see your father in a t-shirt? Are you talking to me now? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see your father in a t-shirt? 
I saw him in a vest. A vest is for under a shirt. Never no. wore a t-shirt. No. You ever heard your dad going, yeah, where's me Stone Roses t-shirt? <laughs> your dad never said that, did he? Ah. But what about, he might have had like, there was only ever Fruit of the Loom t-shirts years and years ago. Yeah, the t-shirts weren't the, t-shirts weren't the, the, the thing they're now. They're pure cat. Pure uh, cat. Tommy, no, Tommy no. gave up uh, alcohol last week. He gave up whiskey. Yes. And we're now seven days in. Eight, ten. Ten. Uh, you haven't drank one since? Well, I did get drunk on Friday night, but that was just to... Uh, was I, that whiskey though? Was there whiskey That involved? was mainly porter but I can't go into that. But was I, there whiskey? I can't see I didn't want to talk about this later because uh, I, the only reason I got drunk on Friday night was because I found a little secret she-bean that, yes. I, that I can't divulge any details about. It was It's called the COVID arms and all I'll say <laughs> is that there was 19 of us fucking wedged into a drinking porter. <laughs> and every man got a an antigen every, every man got an antigen test. <laughs> an antigen test of Guinness. And we're all you can like do that. an antigen test with Guinness. Guinness. I had a couple of whiskeys Saturday night as well. I had a, a couple of whiskeys. When you were getting of in your... or out of the bath? No, I, I didn't know no bath. I watched the Eurovision. And oh, here, we need to talk about the Eurovision. I watched the Eurovision, the Eurovision and I we had do. a load of whiskey. And it was half one in the morning. I got off a Zoom call. I had a WhatsApp call, a FaceTime with a lad from A Zoom, Cavan, a FaceTime lives, and a WhatsApp. Who lives in Abinokmoy. So what the you... fuck is happening to us as a culture? I was reading a story about a man lamenting the day that the last wolf in Ireland was shot and that what that meant for the Irish people, that we no longer had wild things in the countryside, that we were now turning Ireland into a place of convenience, a place where you get things done. And it saddened me to fucking read that story. And the pair of you were at home wearing t-shirts watching the fucking Eurovision. Do you know what we should do? We should do an episode we should go to the of Gogglebox. The three of us should sit down one evening and watch telly and be, it be filmed. There's only one thing to watch on telly and I've said it before on this show. What's and that? that's, I love, I think I've fallen in love with Mare. Oh, me too. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. great. What phase of your life do you think that you're in? Do you know what I mean? Like what, what phase are you in? Like I, well I, you're 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 in the confusing stage of life. No, I, I'm. I feel as if I'm in the phase of my life where I'm kind of like a fella who's after coming home to find that the house has been robbed, and I'm just sitting there in the fucking disaster zone, uh, and I'm just I'm kind of stunned by what has happened, and I'm I'm wondering what I'm going to do next. That's my feeling I have about myself in my life now is that I'm just, I'm in a moment of kind of, and like a fellow after walking into a hotel after a grenade has gone off in it and I'm just sitting there in the foyer watching the dust fall off the walls. Wondering, is your room ready? Do you know what I mean? I feel as if I'm about to get my older energy. Like I've had my, I I can look back at my life and I go, okay, when I was in school, that was a kind of intense, pressurised, uh, I don't belong here, having crack with friends phase of my life. And then there was a phase when I w- did nothing for a long time and it was fresh air and no money. And then I got the bit between my teeth and stand up and that was like, a pers- I'm in pursuit. I was chasing something. And with every fibre of my being, I hunted. Relentless. The- I hunted the fucking thing down. It was... And then you, you just go through different phases and the phase that I'm in now is a, it's kind of a low energy... It's a kind of a... A zen state? No, it's not zen. It's more kind of like, what the fuck is my life? And how long <laughs> what do, the fu- do you what think What am you're... I doing? What are these clothes? What? Who are you? Is that my hair? What is my name? It's that kind of strange, stunned feeling. How long but, do you think you'll be in that phase? I don't know, but you, you have to honour it. But I do feel as if there's an older, more kind of eccentric, wilder, bush energy... There to be released. I, I yes, feel it. Yes, I feel as if yes. the, I feel as if there's another Brilliant. level of yeah, there is a wild the embra- wild man from There's Bob. another level of madness. You're embracing it with the hair and all. But it hasn't even happened yet, Louisa. Yes, I can I do feel as if I'm uh, just getting ready to rumble. <laughs> we're fucked. We're fucked, actor. Yeah. Maybe I should start thinking again just to calm down. But yeah. you know, I, I it, 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 so that's the phase of my life I think I'm in. Now, Larita, what if you if you could describe the phase of your life? Jesus, like Is it too big a question? I mean, I don't know. I'm in a phase where I'm not sure, like I'm just I'm just riding the the storm at the minute. Oh. I'm just going with it. 
I'm at that stage where you were, when you were unemployed and you were just but, running through life, like just taking it all in. No. When you were in Galway, sort of. Way back. That, yeah. You, do you feel like that now? Yeah, I feel like I'm just, just. Gushed. Rocking with it like I'm not. Almost stressless, but at the same time in the background going, some things will have to happen soon enough now. Yeah. I'm sort of there, thereabouts, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm definitely not at your stage. Or I'm on. Yeah, don't fucking have to be. There's only room for one here. <laughs> I'm not in that stage of elderliness yet. Marita, there's no evidence. It's constant is that the, digs. Is that the... It's constant. You're sort of at the stage where you're ready to retire, like into a... No. Into a nursing home kind of feeling. No, no, it's the other way. I'm like a fella who's about to walk out the back door of the house and will last be seen traipsing across fields talking to pigeons. Yeah, exactly. That's so the, that's... That, that's not... There's a, nothing left to go after. No. That's not the home. That's not... There'll be no returning from there. That's not nursing home. That's fucking... That's Cliffs and Moher but madness. Marita, where are I you? I don't know where... where are you you are can't you? come back from that. Lorita, I, I, I might put it like this. Where are you on your journey? Yes. I don't know where I am. Come on. I'm you just must, there. Like, are you halfway there? Are you halfway up? Are you are you at the crossroads? Are you taking a no, right, a left? No, I'm only starting. You're only starting. You're only yeah. up the road. Hector, if you were to say what phase of your life I are think you there's in? a sense of satisfaction some days. You just sit back and you look at you look at what you've created. Uh, yeah, but I, I've, I found a place now where I go for a mug of tea that nobody can find me. And that's what Is that I like. in the sit in the bathroom? No, <laughs> way up the garden, and I sit there behind a hedge, a little chair I've stolen from the <laughs> <A> treehouse. <laughs> no, me and Rocco, we just have a little moment there. I just wonder sometimes. I'm in the stage of completely wondering and in awe of everything that the day presents, because the day and when it's blue skies, when I open that curtains and I see that fucking weather, and it's not grey rain. Battering in on the slate roof and the gutter overflowing with moss. I tell you, North Galway rain is fucking... It's when harsh. I see that sunshine, I went, yes, I can get things done today. Today is going to be a good day. So I'm at a stage now where I feel as if there's a sort of a satisfaction. There's an excitement. Obviously, the gas back and the training's back. The lads are getting older. My two boys are turning into young men. Yeah. I'm sitting on the couch with my older boy and he's like my mate. Yeah. He's like a mate now. He's like a friend where I'm at that stage with him. He's nearly 17 years of age. And my wife, Did you wear, we're laughing. Hang on, Did, would you wear each other's t-shirts? <laughs> he started to wear all my, all my North Face gear. Oh, yeah. All my North would Face. Would you swap runners? Like in, all my Under Armour. No, he won't wear my runners, but he'll wear me Under Armour <laughs> and he'll wear me North Face. Like Tommy. would you sometimes Tommy Under Armour is a recreational sportswear range and North Face is for people it's who get your... out who get out and about and do stuff. Was it okay. in your sports area? You probably wear the type of underpants that you have to change every no, day. No, we all wear Calvin's what and What kind Hugo's. of ones do you wear? Hugo's you put them on on a Monday and they disintegrate on Thursday. Hugo's and Calvin's all the way. Where am I at the moment? I am happy. Uh and I will say this about this podcast. And about some people... Don't get emotional now. No, but I will say this, that the... Larissa, don't let him get emotional. No, because we can't deal with the that. Fulfillment, the fulfillment... We don't have that capacity. The no. satisfaction of turning don't up... Tell it, you're not going to tell us you love us now or something, No, the satisfaction of turning up Larissa, regularly... I can't stop. ...for a weekend slot uh, yeah. in this... What? In this world, world. He's lost his way He's lost, he's lost his own sentence I'm enjoying the life. regularity oh, yeah. Of this part of my career And, and life Coming out to here To sit in this place what With you guys saying? There's a much simpler way Of saying that I really am enjoying it I think that's a sense Of fulfilment and happiness Like I am excited Every morning Yeah me too Are I'm you excited exci exci so, so there's a stage you're We're at. in happiness You're in a happy place Euphoria yeah, but you might be a bit strong. No, euphoria would be very extreme. Uh, yeah, euphoria comes in in a nightclub in Ibiza at about five in the morning. Euphoria, you're happy that you're here now. I am. Yeah, well, I, I am happy too. And Tommy's not. But we're have you any secret consumptions? I haven't. Not that I need to speak to you about. Cards oh. close to the chest. Oh. Maybe someday. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Maybe someday. When's the last time that you were scared? Or can you tell me about a time when you were scared? I'll tell you what the last time I was sca- I I was very scared. I was um I've only recently developed a fucking phenomenal catastrophic disemboweling fear of heights. I never used to be afraid of heights as a child. Never. How did you discover? I discovered it. I was up in Donegal, up in uh not Glenties. What's the other place beginning with Glen G? Columkill. No, the other place. Guidor. Guidor, up in Guidor. Beside the Widow's Glen. Oh! Beside. Yeah, there, you lay beside the Widow's Glen, did you? I, lo- I was in the Widow's Glen and I couldn't see. <laughs> you couldn't get dust. out of it. I've never been. If no, you, you go into hey, If you go into a Widow's Glen, you may turn your jumper inside out to come back out again. Yes. All right. Never lie with a Widow's Glen beside you. Never. Ever, Larry. Okay. It's worse than a spinster's box. <laughs> I or the Baron Mathras of Knockmore. Spinster's so, Box. The, so I was up in Maeve oh, Binchy's brand new novel, The Spinster's Box, <laughs> adapted for television Across by ITV <laughs> Studios, <laughs> set in a farmland in West Cork. The spinster. Would you like to come in and see my box? <laughs> oh no, thanks, Mrs. Foley. You're all right. Hey, keep going here. And <laughs> um, so I was uh, did a show in Guidor in. Unud, I can't, what's the name of it? It's, it's the Unud. Unud Kushlucha. Yes. It's just past the hotel in Guidor. Yeah, down, down the hill, down into the, into the Widdies Glen. Into Guidor, yeah. Mad, great place for trad. Right. Oh, they're mad for the trad up in the Widow's Glen now. It's, it's you're be, uh, all types of the Niweenies and the, the whole, the Clannad clan and <laughs> all them people and strange fucking pipers and fiddle music. Right. It never really worked for me as a stand-up venue. There's something a bit, not standoffish, but certainly sit-offish. About the Donegal crowd. If I told you I DJ'd in a nightclub three or four times in Guidor. <laughs> what? I DJ'd in a nightclub. It was like a cattle ranch. It was like something you'd see in South Texas, mixed with Ibiza, mixed with Mykonos, mixed with Bundoran. Check shirts, <laughs> boots. Oh, it's just madness. Young young ones and young lads and, and drink and mental UV lights. I DJ'd a few times in this nightclub. I brought the family up one weekend and we're all in the hotel and then I had to go off and DJ. Now, when I say DJ, this was in my two FM days, I started getting these phone calls about DJing gigs and uh, I DJed in Nav and what's the sound? I DJ in, in the in the solar. And did you have strippers with you? <laughs> yeah. Did you? No. Did you have strippers? No. Yes, you did. You had a couple of ladies wearing not very many clothes who were dancing no, beside I didn't. you. Above on Great Door. In Navin. No, not that the, the, the nightclub would would provide those dancers up on top of the speakers beside me. Oh, so you had them? Well, well Navin is very I didn't bring them You myself. didn't bring them, but there, there were strippers there <clears throat> while you played your music. Yeah, so what How I... How did you know about it? Whole town in Navin. I'll let you in on a little secret. I didn't really DJ myself, so I rang a lad that I know. They used You just press play. They used to work on iRadio. And I said to him, you wouldn't 
bang off two 45 minute mixes there for me please and stick all the good stuff in and put in that put in this put in that and then he went yeah and I threw him a few quid and he sent me these two burnt Memorex CDs so so I would go up into the middle of the DJ box and I put the clue in the mix and there's seven on the people in the nightclub in, in, and they're all and I'm there going and it's I got a feeling to to all them tunes. It was like ten years ago, and I'd, I'd whack in the CD, and off it would go. And then it went act as if I mixed <laughs> with a hand over one ear. Oh, and I was giving it this, ooh, 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 and then the crowd were loving it. And then I played Rage Against the Machine, always to finish, and the plate was carnage. But I DJed in the nightclub in Guidor. Wow. So anyway, I'm up there one time, uh, a good few times actually doing shows. But like I said, the crowd are always a little bit. Um, Suspicious, it, not suspicious. They're good people up there. I, I love them. Like, sure, I'm born up there. I'm, I'm one of you're them. One, you're one. You're from Donegal. I'm from and, Donegal, and Africa, yeah. and, and, yeah. and and male. Yes, and a man of many moods. Um, so you, you go drinking after the show, and you're having pints. Uh, it was a Saturday night. I remember it well. And the budget. You ever son of Murray? We go climbing there, I go. <laughs> do you do a bit of hill walking or something, Tommy? And I stare. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> we're, going, we're going climbing Aragon tomorrow morning. We're going to have a mother's night. We're going to be out in the wee bush. We'll leave. We'll meet at the car park at 8.30 in the morning. We're going to climb Aragon. And I'm Welsh teamed and posted. I'd fucking love that. So the following morning, <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the car park at half eight to climb Mount Aragon. And the, the going up is wonderful. It's just like a, you'd walk it. Like there's no need for ropes or fucking helicopters or It's a, it's a beautiful looking mountain. Oh, it's fantastic. Volcanic looking. But you get to the top and then there's a ridge you walk across to the kind of the, the second breast Molly's of it. Molly's Ridge. Is it? Yes. The second breast of it. And uh, that I fucking realised I got vertigo. I was just, I, I couldn't fucking move. And I was scared. And what vertigo is, it's, is what happens is that you lose perspective. You just lose the ability. It's almost like when you're walking, your eyes are looking for places to lay their your eye hands. Not your physical hands, your eye hands. And uh, when your eye sees places like that, it, it sees something that's solid and it goes, oh yeah, oh yeah, all good. All you good. Relate to it, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I, I can walk here, you know, and, um, uh, there's structure all around me. But what happens when you get vertical is that all fucking disappears and it's like the world is moving and you have, you lose your centre of fucking gravity and your centre of balance and you're, you're fucking frozen because you think if you take one step, I'm off the fucking cliff here mm. to me death. So I managed to fucking get down holding on to this young fella. But you never knew you had that before. Never knew I had, but I was scared. I was fucking That's an awful feeling. Shitting myself that I was going to fall and die. You know, and they're all, Mon, how are you taking a photograph here now? <laughs> and you're like, And I'm there, oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And you're moving like a, you're made of alabaster. There's no fluency to your movements at all. It's all rigid oh, and stuttery. So you never, you never had that phobia as a child? Never had that at all. And I just, just, but that's, I was thinking about being scared. Can you remember the last time that you were scared? Scared, scared. Yeah. Now, Larita. Uh, Larita, how are you there? Well, I mean, like, I'd be scared a lot. Like, if I was at home on my own and I heard any noises or anything. So I'd be, like, regular scared. But the thing that really puts the fear of God in me is doing those amusement parks and going on those rides. I cannot deal with them at all. Like, I cannot. What rides would you not like? Any of them. Like, any of them that go up. Off. The, Once oh, yeah. my feet go off the ground, I can't cope. And cope some people love them. Yeah. I can't. I, I, the what only about that joke that goes up really slow, slow, no, high, no, I couldn't. And then not. drops you. No, I couldn't. And we, uh, we were in, uh, myself and Audrey were in. Uh, of course, it's fucking Audrey. We were in. Jeez. In the front of a roller coaster in Rhode Island. We what was Audrey LA. wearing? What, what was she wearing? She was wearing a hot pants. We were in. Uh, oh, in Rhode Audrey. Island. No, we were in LA and we went. Of course, to you were. The... Hot pants in LA. Myself and Audrey were in. Audrey hot was pants. in hot pants <laughs> in LA. Yeah, of course she was. Yeah. yeah. We'll stop there for a quick break, will we? <laughs> Keep going with this one. So we yeah. went into... Uh, Did you ever do anything like that with Clive, Hector, no? <laughs> no, but there's a, lad, there's a lad listening to this podcast in the front of a, a, a outside centre in, in Abbey Moy, and he's there going, this is a good part of this podcast. He's, keep he's, going. He's pulling into the lay by now. <laughs> keep going. Audrey's in hot pants. Um, yes, we but were... But the, the, the seat's gone into recline mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We went so all these in hot pants. Yes, and what uh, are hot pants? Just, just they're be... just like really tight shorts. Okay, yes. you get it now. What would they be made of? They could be made of like lycra, or they could be made of like. I don't want any more interruptions in this story. <laughs> you continue now, Rita. It'll be really, really, no, really, just give me this story really, now because really, really I'm losing my denims. mental images here. <laughs> yeah. 
Keep going now. Let's focus on the prize. Focus. So we were. And would you wear an underpants underneath them, or would they be too? Um, you 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 would have wear maybe, a thong, yeah, would you? be a bit, bit more comfortable. If there were jeans, like they might be a bit sore. Okay. We love you all, Audrey. We do. We love you all, Audrey. We do. We love you, Audrey. We do. Oh, Audrey, we love you. Her name is Audrey. She's too. Her name is Audrey. Oh, she's well, a tight top on. Very, very tight. All oh, right. Yeah. Of course, she couldn't be wearing fucking hot pants at the Mart and Claire Morris. Had she, she, not, fuck, had she Nike runners and little ankle socks on? <laughs> let's let's just leave it to There's whatever There's a load of lads pulling in there. Whatever your imagination Car parks and outside centres all over the country. Lads, get yourself comfortable for this. Yes. Go. There's, there's dads walking around the kitchen at home. Where are the AirPods? <laughs> <laughs> Where are them AirPods? Has anyone seen the AirPods? Yeah. Jake, can I borrow your AirPods just for one second? I mean, battery's gone here. Yeah. I'm just going down the back of the garden. No one needs to come looking for me. No one. I've got a few emails to answer here. Yeah. Do not follow Dad. Do we have any headphones at all? I can't listen to this with other people. Scroll back there. How do you how do you scroll back? I'm after fucking missing that now. <laughs> go on now. Go on. Keep going. Keep going. I see Nike runners on with ankle socks. What about if you did think? Just imagine what she was wearing, and then you'd be happy. Mm. I, I couldn't even picture Audrey if she. If I can, I can, I can. Okay, so I. I, I <laughs> so let's woman. go. Let's go. Poor Audrey. So you're on a roller coaster, and, so it's, we, and we, it's really warm. We went it? into this. It was very she warm. She's sweating. <laughs> No, I'm just trying to paint a picture for the audience. Yes, okay, yes. here we go. So uh, we go in to this. Uh, it's in LA. It's one of those big uh, amusement parks. What do you mm. call them? Like roller coasters. Yeah, one of those places. Right? Yeah, yeah. Fun so parks. Like, fun parks. We mm. walk in, and we're like, I said, I can't go on any of these rides because they're all too dramatic, whatever. And she goes, Oh, look at this one. Is an indoor ride. This will be fine. An indoor one. And I said, oh, Okay, okay. Went in. Sat down. Oh, was it a ghost train? Oh, fuck me. Just between the indoor ride and fuck me, there's fellas done that. <laughs> quick, the earbuds, quick. Um, so we went in, sat in, and it was completely dark. So you sit in, me, Audrey, and another woman. I was in the middle. I don't think it's safe to continue with the story. Can I just say, <laughs> let's move on to another subject. This is <laughs> What about no, them, warning? what about them well. warnings they give you? Yes, <laughs> I didn't see the fucking things until we came off. The warnings were ex- the hot, most dangerous ride in, in America. Oh, like, wow. You know, the worst. That Audrey's danger. nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Audrey, I'm the sorry. most dangerous ride, ride in, in America. America. I'm sorry, Audrey. <laughs> So uh, we went in. She says she paints her toenails. She does. She definitely paints her toenails. She's fucking skulls on them. (laughs) (laughs) Much little mirrors. And uh, we we took off. Fuck. It was absolutely traumatic. Like it was horrific. There was little drops fallen throughout the entire thing and then the next thing you'd have a flash of light and you could see spiders so yeah. like it was, a, it was a haunted train it was a ghost train it was yeah. and then you got to the very we end in a mining shaft was it like a mining shaft yes it was a mining shaft yes yeah. it, was, it was definitely shafts there and we we got to the end of it and fuck me didn't it go backwards again I <laughs> got out talk about vertigo I think I had that and more it was yeah. absolutely Were you traumatic Wow. Yes. Traumatic. 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 As opposed to? Traumatic. Traumatic. (laughs) So me and Audrey's uh, indoor ride was definitely unpleasant. Being scared. I would would get scared and it would happen at certain times at night time in Navin. And it would only happen when I'm coming back from town late at night in the pitch dark of winter. Yeah. Uh, Especially if it was after 12, 1 o'clock and it was... Quiet country road, and we'd have been in town, couldn't get a taxi, and we started to walk. And we'd have to walk past about 35 caravans, travelers who'd pull in at the side of the They were there for a long time 30 years. Great traveler people in Navan. Great traveler people. Yeah, yeah. McDonough's. McDonough's and the Joyce's and the Dukes. Yeah, good people. Um, and uh, what would happen was they would have dogs 
and the dogs would, I would be so afraid to wake the dog up as I'm walking by about a mile and a half of stretch on a country road. Oh, yeah. And you're like, it's, John, all, it's all quiet. You're like John Rambo going through a village in Vietnam. Yes. Uh, just outside Saigon, Ho Chi Minh. Ho Chi I mean, Minh. I'm just outside Ho Chi Minh. Very similar to Near the killing fields. The kill, the, 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 Ho Chi, the, the Ku Chi tunnels. And then I would walk slowly because I don't want to make any noise because if a dog barks, then four dogs bark and then I can hear them coming and I can see their eyes and then I start to run and I run. Hang on, you're, you're, you're running I'm, before you've made the noise? No, I'm going along the country road okay. and there's, it's dark and there's loads of traveller caravans and then I don't want to disturb these wild, ferocious dogs Just that one, haven't one, eaten one in four Are they weeks. inside or outside? They're all outside and they're all sleeping under the caravans but I can't see them. No. So I have a stick and I have stone. I have a stone and a stick with me. I could hear... <laughs> oh, stop. And next minute... Another dog starts and this is like a country road and it's two o'clock in the morning and then I start to speed up and then I can hear myself breathing and then I start to run and then I can hear dogs coming. Now, are, you, are you past the home side of the city? No, because there's it's 40, 50 caravans. Okay, okay. Every, like they're all along my road and then I start to jog and then I can hear them coming and I can't see what's happening and, I, and then you can hear yourself breathing and then you start to run and you're running and you're running and like they're coming for you because they're ferocious yokes. And they're not tied. They're not tied. They're out and there's a pack of them coming for me and every couple of weeks on a Saturday night that's what I'd have to and it was that scared thing of hearing yourself breathing on a country road and it's pitch dark and then you stop and you can hear your heart boom 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 and the dogs have stopped and then finally you can see your house in the distance and I get into the house and I'm safe. Did any dog ever get you? No, I often threw stones and hit back. Hit, no, no, they never came. Once they came to a certain part of the road, they'd let me off. But I had that junction. I had to cross that bit of the road to get away from the mad dogs of Nakumbar. Did you I ever was, get bitten by a dog? I was, well, I'm afraid of dogs. And the reason I'm afraid of dogs, did I not tell you the story before by the time I was bitten on the back by an Alsatian in Africa? No. Africa? Yeah, no. so... We lived in a place called Benkapufi Avenue in Africa and my father... Say that again. Benkapufi Avenue. Very fancy. It's, it's a street in, Za- in Cabwe. It's Why are you laughing at my life? <laughs> laughing at my like, life. I lived in 47 Ockham Street, Stony Batter and Tommy lived in... Benkapufi Avenue. Yes, Benkapufi 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 Avenue. Avenue. I've been to Africa a number of times. I've never been to Benkapufi Avenue. Well, it's, it's called Ben... Kafuki Avenue. Ben Kapufi. Yeah. Well, that's just, that was the name of the, 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 the road street. we lived on. yeah. And I remember it was a rainy day. So in Africa, when I was there, you'd get solid rain for about four months, the monsoon season, and then blast and sunshine for the other eight months. And my father came out, and I remember we, he said, Tom, you cunt. No, he didn't. He said, Tom, the Lone Ranger is on. And I was mad for the Lone Ranger. Right? I'm like, cool, Dad. And um, instead of kind of moving out to the path, and running up the path to the house, I decided I would, because I was only about five, I would run through all the neighbours' gardens and hop over the little fences. Because you thought you were the Lone Ranger. Well, I just I was five and I had this wonderful, free-flowing, curly-haired African innocence. And I was, I was running through and we lived next door to these uh, Swedish people. And uh, I was running and I was hopping over the little fences in, in, in the next garden. And next thing... This death, yes, this I know it. Death dog just came and fucking pinned me, and he with his paws, and he he bit my back. He just fucking chowed down into my back. <gasps> yeah, and ever since then, I've been uh, I've been afraid of dogs. Now you can understand the fear. Oh, that totally. I, I couldn't see them coming at me, but I could hear them snarling and snapping. Yeah, and I start running, but I've never been attacked. I've, I was listening to this fella tell a story one time. He was, he's an ultra marathon runner and he was doing the... Some, marathon the Saab? I'm not sure it was that one. It was another... I think he was running across the Sahara or part, through Algeria or Morocco. It was dead of night and he was running through the desert. And he, all he had was a little flashlight in his head. And there could have been 25 of them in this race. Could have been right. a fucking 150 mile race across the desert. And you, you don't stop. You just keep fucking going until you get to the finish line. Next thing... Jesus Christ, you won't be giving me a break. The desert dog. <laughs> Next thing, there's five or six of them fucking... A pack of, fuck, a pack of hyenas. Chasing after them. Hyenas. <laughs> 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 That's what I get. Next thing, there's ten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 
Next thing, they're attempting to form a circle around him. And he said he knew if they managed to form the circle. He was gone. He was fucking dead. So he began to sprint and he caught up with the next runner and the two that managed to escape. That is what happens in the dead of night with snarling, snapping dogs. Yeah. I was in a nightclub and I was in a nightclub in Amsterdam. The Snapping Dogs nightclub. <laughs> Were you DJing there? There was a load of us in Big Amst- bitches. <laughs> That's another nightclub. There was a load of... For fellas who like big women. There was a load of us in a nightclub in Amsterdam. We were over... Next door to bad bastards. For women who like... Big bitches. Big bitches and bad bastards. It was about three o'clock in the morning in Amsterdam. And we came out of a nightclub. And we'd been over there for two to three days now at this stage. We were staying in the Flying Pig Hostel. Oh, yeah. There was 16 of us. 16 of you? Yeah. There was 16 of us. Were you a team of something? We went on a junk... We went on a junket to Amsterdam. A junket? What kind of a junket? To lose our minds. Oh. 16... Sponsored by the government. Four days and four nights. Now, was it just 16 pals or were you all yeah, part of an organisation? the whole of us. There was oh, no what organ- do you mean part of an organisation? What kind was, of an organisation? It was a part of an organisation because this is a well Sometimes Tusla or the HSE when staff are getting a bit rattled they send them over to Amsterdam for four days to lose their minds. Oh, it, that's okay. this, We were part of an organised organisation of chaos. We what went to Amsterdam for four days and four nights and we stayed in the Flying Pig Hostel. We had one major room between us with about ten double bunk beds. It wasn't good after three or four days because the rats were climbing down the walls. But on the third night, we went to Cosmo, one of the main techno clubs in Amsterdam. (laughs) (laughs) Hard house and techno. Trance. (laughs) Smoke machines. You were full of smoke. Oh, yes. Were Were you full of tablets? The odd one. Okay. Tablets and smoke, a lethal combination. So at about four in the morning, and this is the truth. We were sort of broken into a couple of groups as we left the nightclub and we veered off a side street. Now, Amsterdam, the centre of the drug and mafia and gang capitals of the world where most of the drugs for Europe are made. The amount of trillions of dollars that is manufactured in this city and the underworld and the belly of this city. Sometimes you, you gloss over during the day with beautiful museums and beautiful streets and everyone happy smoking a joint. But deep underneath the bowels of Amsterdam is a multi-million dollar, well-organised drug empire where an awful lot of European and Irish gangs have their fingers in the pies. It is the business of death. Christopher Walk <laughs> was sitting in a bar. Now, when he's joking. So... At about three o'clock in the morning, it was over. We were on the way home, but we got broken up. Three or four of us got broken away from the main group on the way back over some side canals and some alleyways. And we were, we were just enjoying the, the night and we were minding our own business. And this car with blacked out windows drove by us on a small little street, local reg, and went on about 100 yards and then stopped. And I said to the boys, just be careful here, lads. Let's be wary of what's going on here. Let's know our surroundings. Because but you, but you didn't say it with that clarity because you were out of your mind. <laughs> I just turned to the boys and I went, lads, just watch it, yeah. That's more clarity. But can, can, can I say, when you try to be, when you're... I don't know what I was saying at the time, Tommy. Well, I, but like, I noticed, I am no, always... No, 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 no. Let, let, let me just stop there for one second. I know that when you're a little bit mouldy, and you try and establish order, you get very, like, on my stag night, uh, we were all very drunk in a pub in Banagher. I had, I'd, I'd meet stag in Banagher. Pure class. Pure class. And I, we brought, were, I, I, just, I pushed the boat out for Tommy Stag. And it was... Um, Remind a, us to tell you about that story. A large night of excess. And we were all fucking steaming. And anyway, Hector got... Get talking to this owl lad, this fucking local who's actually. Paint the picture, Tommy, in the back of the pool. There's a pool table and a jukebox. There's a pool table and a jukebox in this fucking this back room, and we're all fucking mouldy. 2009, Man United had just beaten Bar- Barcelona, just beaten Man United in the Champions League, and we found this disused pub with two locals at the counter. And we were all mouldy. 17 of us walked in the door, drunk, at about three o'clock in the morning. And next thing, Hector roars out, Shut up! Everyone of you, shut up! This man is telling me a story about brown trout. And if anyone interrupts it, I'd break a cue over his back. <laughs> so Hector was in control. Yeah, so I'm... <laughs> brown trout. I remember that. So I'm just saying... I remember that. 
Go on, anyway. Brown trousers. So I said, boys, let's be wary of our spatial awareness here and know where we can where we can escape to the left and the fucking right because there's a car after stopping here. Now I knew this was going to be a dodgy situation. It's three o'clock in the morning. It's a side alleyway in Amsterdam, and it's a Saturday night. And we are fucking three or four paddies that have got dishevelled and broken away from the main group. We're like a load of little baby gazelles on the Serengeti that have lost their mothers. And there's a load of fucking people watching us and we can't see them. And then the car pulled and stopped and reversed back towards us. And two Asian guys get out. That's not racist. That's what they were. (laughs) Yes, I get that. Two Middle Eastern no, Middle, no, 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 no they moved. You're, now you're they moved. There's no. two other lads. There were two lads that got out. They weren't Caucasian. Okay, that narrows it down. And your man goes, "What the fuck did you do? What are you? What do you do? Where, give, give us the give us the I'm accent. Dublin, give me the it? Dutch accent. No, you do. Do you do Barney the darts? Oh yeah. What the fuck are you doing here? You nailed it, Hector. Unreal. And do it again. What the fucks are you doing here? And we went, whoa, whoa, listen, man, we're, we're doing nothing. And I'm telling you now, as I am here. He reaches inside into the jacket and pulls out a hand, a revolver, <gasps> a gun. And we went, oh, fuck, hang on a second now. Hang on a second. Whoa, just hang on there. And we fucking froze. We froze. And in the surreal, Oof. and in the surreal moments of that moment, we fucking froze. And we tried to defuse the situation in chaos by going, hang on, hang on, hang on. Get the fuck out of here. And he takes out his gun and we just walked away. And he watched us as he walked away. He puts the thing back in, inside in the, the tracksuit, inside the jacket, gets into the car and drive away. And for the next five minutes, we stood there in complete and utter fucking shock with our hearts pumping out through our chest. And we go, what the fuck really happened there? What the fuck happened there? And then all of a sudden we realise we're in Amsterdam at three o'clock in the morning in this fucking the bowels of it. And when the vampires come out at night time and the underworld begins to play and we fucking skedaddled back to the flying pig and were we ever as happy to get back into the bunk beds and get back into the, the safety. What's, what street did you yeah, wander down? What, no, Tommy, we, you can take the wrong fucking to, turns in Amsterdam. Did he want you to sc- we, not continue on that path? Like as in go ba- turn around and go back? Or what was going to be down at the end of the street? We were having the crack. We were falling out on the street. There was four or five of us. We and was were it boys. completely deserted apart yeah, from Yeah, because me. listen, you can have the crack in the day in Amsterdam and it's all lovely but this was three o'clock in the morning when everything was closed and we stumbled off a street and we got away from the main group if there was 12 or 14 of us there he wouldn't have said anything because there was so much but it was just one of those fucking hairy moments and we realised what fucking city we're in we're not in London or Madrid we're in Amsterdam and fuck it was it a such a fucking surreal moment because we were well inebriated and wow. well on the way and by fuck were we scared that night so the motto of this story is never ever veer off the side alleyways of Amsterdam when darkness falls <laughs> whose talents would you be in awe of DiCaprio gives me pleasure sometimes I think he's underestimated yeah. Yeah. what was that film where he wraps himself in fucking dirt The Revenant oh, I didn't watch Christ. that because it's too long oh no I watched it transatlantic hours. loads Fantastic. of times 39 Is it good? scaring the fuck out of me on a yeah. plane yeah it's brilliant it's back in the 80s bet the shit out of a bear yeah and, he, and he's 17th century and brought trappers up in northern Canada have you seen it? no and it's just there's an amazing scene where Tom Hardy plays this fucking <laughs> lunatic in it right and Tom I Hardy love him. He's Tom brilliant. Hardy wants to kill DiCaprio but uh, DiCaprio is half eaten by a bear and his, his gizzards <laughs> and his guter is all raw. is hanging out of him and DiCaprio is just fucking Lying there, and he's uh, now they can keep him alive, but take a, it'll take a fierce amount of effort, or else they can just put him out of his misery and leave him there to die. Yeah, and they're not sure if they can keep him alive, there's an outside chance, but it's going to take an awful lot of effort and it might hurt more than just fucking dying. Yeah, so Tom Hardy, who wants DiCaprio dead, just goes over to him and he says, Listen, I know he can't talk, <laughs> but we need to know whether you want to be left here to die or whether we'd put in an amazing amount of effort to try and save your life to mightn't work. And the Caprio can't speak and he's just, he's just, he's just <laughs> looking at him and Tom Hardy says to him, so what I've decided is that the way you're going to communicate with me is through blinking. 
<laughs> he says, if you want me to kill you, blink. No. Blink. <laughs> Try to not blink. <laughs> Tom Hardy says, there's no rush. And he just, <laughs> just sit there looking at him and the Caprio is going, what the fuck? The Caprio's in bits now. He's been crawling through oh, northern Canada for nine months trying blink. to find his son. There's the no guy. rush. He's trying to find the Indians that killed his son and he's just, he's had such a terrible time in the mud. He's and blood he everywhere. Eventually, he can't, he, fucking, he, can't, he has to blink. Eventually he fucking blinks. And Tom Hardy goes, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to explain oh, that brilliant. shit he's been through to Caprio. He's crawling for days, years. He's crawling hundreds of miles. And, it, and every shit happens to him. It's a brilliant movie. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I want to do a quick shout out to Andrew Daly who's living in the Cayman Islands. He moved there a few years ago and he's listening to the podcast and also to a fella from uh, my Cullen who's working in an inner city school in Aberdeen in Scotland. He says the vice principal of the school is, though the principal is the school is a woman from Athlone nice. and the vice principal is a woman from Leash. Gormila Mahagib Galair Lahaina Gori Agus Nakupla Fukalas Gaelga Freshen. I get more and more homesick each week I'll be listening to you but in a good way. Good luck. God bless the boys and Daria Michelle Lamas Connor Ryan well boys and girls everywhere all over the world I hope you've enjoyed this week's effort at giving you an hour of chat Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.